0: turn service over to Rick Mars, message the greatest miracle, sir. You can you hear me? You got a green light, So it can't be that complicated. Can you? Oh, I can hear now. Good. <laughs> Cut out again. Just cutting me in, in and out. Okay. Can I get rid of this? <laughs> good morning brethren it's good to be with all of you my name is rick mars Uh, i know some of you from arkansas but some of you from tulsa and other areas i probably haven't seen you in quite a while i came out of the old worldwide church of god years ago and we have a small independent group there in Russellville, arkansas but it's good to be here at god's feast how many of you have had to go through trials and difficulties just to get here how many of you had miracles performed just to be here today well today i'm going to tell you about a miracle that happened to me when i was very young and that miracle's one of the reasons that i'm here today when i was only eight years old i like other young boys and kids i went out playing in an area that I wasn't supposed to be at. I had crossed a two-lane highway and went across into a field. And, but it was such a neat place because it had everything that uh, a young boy would like to have. I had a little creek going through there. so I had my little uh, toys and uh, little play shovels and little army shovels. Those things were so neat because you could take those. and yeah, this, this creek had the. Uh, deep clay banks on it so we could climb down in there and, and, and tunnel back in there with, into that clay. It was, so it was a pretty neat deal. Well, one day, coming back home from playing, uh, I had to cross this, back over the, the street, this road again, two-lane highway. And one day when I was running, I remember running back across the street And I was horrified to hear the screeching brakes and just a white blur of a car coming at me. The next thing I remember was I was in the ditch on the other side uh, of the road. And I had just started getting, walking up out of the ditch to go home like I was going home. Uh, The driver of the car, I think he was more shocked and alerted than I was because I was okay. But anyway, he stopped me, and then shortly afterwards, the police arrived. Uh, you know, they were there pretty quickly, and then shortly after that, I remember going to the emergency room. At the emergency room, I met my parents there, and but when they checked me out, did all these tests, not a break, not a scratch, not a bruise, not a hair missing from my head, and that was back when I had hair. <laughs> And it was a good thing because I was playing where I wasn't supposed to be. So I was been worried about the marks that my parents were going to put on me for, <laughs> for being where I wasn't supposed to be. But they were relieved that I was OK. And I, we knew the, the policeman that had did the report. And, and my parents knew him. And they had estimated that this car was doing at least 60 miles per hour based on the skid marks. So even at a very young age i had an awareness that you know god had performed a very wonderful miracle in my life he had helped to save uh save my life because that very same year uh, shortly after that there was a accident there at my elementary school in front of the elementary school there was a young a child about my same age that was hit by a vehicle and i'm pretty sure they weren't doing 60 miles an hour in front of that school and that child ended up dying so i believe that god was making sure that this life saving miracle that he had performed in my life st- stuck with me he was going to make sure that i wasn't going to take life for granted that maybe he had a purpose in my life. And he was going to make sure that, no doubt, that he knew that my, my life was in his hands, because truly it was. You know, God, through one of his angels, had just lifted me up, didn't feel any contact with the car, and placed me in the ditch on the other side, safely on the other side. Didn't just put me in the next lane where I could have get hit by another car, but mm-hmm. safely on the other side, on the side that I was supposed to have been on. Well, as dramatic as that miracle was early in my life, saving me from that car accident wasn't the greatest miracle that God has performed with me. This greatest miracle is why each one of us is here at this Feast of Tabernacles. And what is that greatest miracle of all? Well, if you would, let's turn over to uh, John 3. John 3 and verse 1. We'll read verses 1 through 5. And there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of god nicodemus, nicodemus saith unto him how can a man be born when he is old how can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born and jesus answered verily i say unto thee except a man be born of water and of spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of god you know these words baffled Nic- Nicodem- nicodemus because he no doubt knew that Jesus was from God and that he performed great miracles but what Jesus was telling him was you haven't seen nothing yet the greatest miracle of all you don't know about you don't know what that's about of being born of the flesh and then being called of God and then having the Spirit of God change our minds our hearts our lives and the one day be totally born of spirit. That's the greatest miracle of all. You know, sometimes we focus on the physical miracles in our lives and, and ask God to perform miracles in our lives and the lives of our families and friends and brethren. And that's all good. We should do that. And it's a reflection of our faith to come before God and ask for healing and for miracles. But we also need to continue to pray that the great spiritual miracle that God has begun in us as His children and heirs of His kingdom, that He continue that, with that, that we continue uh, with that miracle in our lives. Don't lose sight of that. You know, today we only have a glimpse, glimpse of that kingdom at this Feast of Tabernacles. But I would much rather have just a little bit of God's kingdom, just any ounce of that that I can have today versus being out in anything that the world has to offer. So how many of you would rather be here today or be at work or school or don't see any takers on that? how, How many of you would rather have God's economy versus the economy that we currently have? You know, it's So brethren, in conclusion, at this Feast of Tabernacles, we have a vision set firmly before us of being born of the Spirit and being in God's kingdoms. That's what these days picture. Most of us, we've all come a long, a lot of us have come a long way. Some of us have had shorter journeys. But all of our journeys will end up at the same place if we continue to finish the miracle that God has started in each of us. So enjoy being with God and his people and rejoicing at this Feast of Tabernacles and continue the spiritual walk that God has set before us that began as just a small seed from God and that one day we will look forward to being made fully spirit, God's spirit. That's the greatest miracle of all.